0: So, um, pop quiz for you guys. Last week, when I said that I was going to kind of gave my testimony, whoever listened to the message on the recording or whatever, I said that when I, like, sort of had a bit of a crap phase and walked away from God and whatever, what did I walk to? Does anyone know? Health food. Health food and nutrition. Exactly right. I was like, oh, man, I was so sold out for nutrition. (laughs) And I, I still think it is incredible I just don't think it is the whole piece of the puzzle that's missing in life which is legitimately what I used to think like I remember saying to you guys last week I used to think as long as you're eating right doing well with your body like depression can't have a place in you like you're gonna have amazing social life I don't know how I used to think like this but I genuinely did um but what's funny about nutrition is and so I actually studied nutrition last year like an online course and it's a very very interesting um thing like it's just it's a very weird topic because one week you'll get someone up the front and they'll go go vegan here's 85 studies as to why veganism is the one right way to eat and if you don't do it you will guaranteed get cardiovascular disease you will die a premature death and yada 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 buy my book subscribe to my podcast join my mailing list and it's like, okay, cool, I'm going to go vegan. So then, then that week you just start being a bit more vegan. And like they said that, that you would do this at the beginning of the course. It was like, you're going to hear one week and then you're going to go do it. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. But you, you do get convinced because it's like, <laughs> come on, like 85 studies proving that veganism is the right way to go. Like it's got to it's be somewhat true. Then the next week, and I kid you not, they put them back to back. Some guy gets up and goes, go paleo. Guys, this is the diet. We, we've traced it back. We've proven it with evolution. It is the one diet. If you do not do this, you will definitely die of cardiovascular disease. <laughs> You'll die of premature death and you will not have vibrancy in your life in, at all unless you go paleo. The next week, it, like it'll be something else. Go the blood type diet. Go this diet. Go the low carb diet. Go the high carb diet. Go the low fat diet. Go the high fat diet. Go full protein. Go just um, plant protein. Go this, go that. And it's just like, are you kidding like this is not this cannot be a thing like how can there be so much disagreement over food and so I was like hang on a second there's got to be some truth here that kind of connects all the diets because I think probably a lot of them have truth in them but they're all claiming to be the one right way does that make sense and so what I realized was there was a common, common things in all the diets that's what that's just what I tried to do so they all said eat more vegetables right that every single diet says that. There's not a single diet out there that I've seen It's just like, oh yeah, just keep eating meat, just meat, pure meat. Like n- Pretty much no diet says that. And It, it wouldn't sell if that, that was the diet. Um, they all say eat real food, and they all say um, eat quality food, and they all say eat whole foods. And so I was like, that's pretty much the, the main things that I can gather from all these different diets. So I just started living like that, kind of trying to combine them all together. But it was just super overwhelming to get to that point Where I was like, okay, I finally feel like I've got like clarity over like what to actually eat. Because like legitimately people would be like, don't eat kale. It's gonna kill you. It's got these weird things in it. It's just like it's like, dude, that's no. Like you just told me the week before kale was the best thing that my body could ever eat. And now you're saying it's wrong. It's just like it's it was overwhelming. It was like I have no clarity, I have no idea what to do. And like like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just have fear all the time that this thing has a little bit of sugar in it and I'm going to like get some sort of diabetes in 20 years or whatever? Like, I was like, I'm not living like that. I refuse to live like that. Like, That sounds horrible. So I just started picking little things from each of the diets and putting them all together and it made so much more sense. I was like, oh, okay, I can just chill out a little bit and just do a bit of everything and it kind of worked. But the reason I bring that up is because I find so often that life and the Bible and Jesus and thoughts and perspectives and philosophies and this way, that way, this person thinks this and they are so convinced it's true. This person thinks the exact opposite thing and they, and they are so convinced it's true. And there's just all these things pulling us this way, that way and it's very, very difficult to find any sort of common ground to just like eat a meal. Does that make sense? Just to do the basics of life, just to get through from 9am to 10am because it's just like, am I doing, what I'm, is what I'm doing right? Is how I'm thinking right? And I, and I really find this is true for theology and for the Bible and for everything to do with God, right? There are so many opinions in the church. So, so, so many. Like some churches, they, they both claim to worship the same God, but they look completely different. Like how did that happen? And like, what do I do? Is one right? Is one wrong? Are they both right? Are they both wrong? Like, how do you find truth in all this mess of things? Like, and that, thats a big. Does anyone else like feel like that's a thing that they want, mm. like clarity, yeah. to know that what you believe is actually you're on the right path? Mm-hmm. Does anyone else struggle with that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Not the only one. That'd be weird if I, if I was the only one. <laughs> like, oh, don't know what I'm going to talk about for now. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I got to a place where, okay, so I have had lots of people disagree with me and lots of people agree with me. And that's, you know, that's just how it is. That's how life goes. It's what Jesus had. That's what you're going to have if you're a Christian. You're going to have people that are so against you. And it's probably mostly going to be um, other believers. I'm just preparing you for that. It's, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm ever being persecuted by someone who's actually not Um, a believer which is really funny and I'm not I'm not um, boxing any group in here or any this church does this or that or that I'm just saying that there is these really 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 strong opinions in the church and it can be really intense and very hard to deal with and it can be overwhelming and so I've had people that disagree with me and that's okay they're absolutely entitled to their opinion and their I respect them for that, but it overwhelms me. And I was like, Am I, is what I'm doing right? What if I'm going the wrong path and this person's genuinely trying to help me and this is God speaking to me and I'm actually ignoring God right now and I'm walking this path and one day I'm gonna end up, do you know what I mean? Like those thoughts would go through my head. And I was like, God, I can't live like this. Just like with nutrition, I can't live like this, right? God, you need to teach me how I can read the word and know that my interpretation of what I'm reading, is actually the right one. Does that make sense? And so, um, God taught me how to do that. And that might sound kind of strange, but like, this is what happens, like when you start crying out for God to do something, and you're genuinely seeking Him with your whole heart, He'll do it. Guarantee it. I've seen it in my life so many times, I've seen it in so many other people's lives, I go, the second you get hungry for God, you watch. From that day forward, it will change forever. Okay? So I was genuinely just like, God, you have to teach me because I do not know what's right and I do not know what's wrong. So He taught me three things and that's what I'm going to share with you guys tonight. And I've got a little whiteboard thingo here for visual aid, if that's how you learn. The first one, I'm going to teach you I'm going to do this. Well, <laughs> off to a bad start. <laughs> oh, okay. No, she's be
1: Come on. Oh. Come on, Snugs. There we go. Oh, sweetheart.
0: Okay. She's, she's, she's very welcome here. No. All right. <laughs> Can everyone see that? Can everyone see that? No. Word. You want me to hold it? I can't hold it for. Oh, I guess I could. Yeah, there you go. Word. The first one is word. Um, that means. God's Word. Um, okay, cool. So, the first way that you can know that what, you're, what you believe and what you think about God and what you think about your own life and what you think about yourself is, do you find it in the Word? And is it obviously in the Word? Or did you have to try and cherry-pick this verse, put this together with this different opinion from this theologian, and then, then you get your understanding of God? Or, or was it obviously there? So, the Bible says that um, every single word of Scripture is breathed out by God. 2 Timothy uh, 3.16 All Scripture is God-breathed and useful for correcting, rebuking, and training in righteousness. So that every... um, What's the end of the verse? So that everyone can be equipped and complete. Use the word complete. How crazy is that? Complete, that's a big word. Complete's not like 99%. That's 100%. Okay. So, I want to communicate with you guys that God's Word is absolutely, in every way, His bond, and every part of Him, how can I I explain this, Uh, if He says it, it is, if He didn't say it, it is not, if He says it, it will come to pass, if He didn't say it, it won't. He's yes or he's no. He's this or he's that. He's black or white. There's no grey. There's no... Yeah, some people will be saved if they maybe try to do this thing. Bible doesn't talk like that. All will be saved if they believe in Jesus. That's the kind of language we're talking about when you, when you read the scripture. So if you, if you find yourself starting to talk grey or thinking grey you're not thinking like God thinks. I'm not saying there's no room for like, well, a bit of balance and a bit of gray here, a bit of gray there. Like there's, there's, there's certain wisdom in how to understand different things. But God is this or is that. He's yes or he's no. He's I love them or I hate it. Do you know what I mean? He's for it or he's against it. So Isaiah 55, 10. I'm going to read a few scriptures as I go. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Notice how it didn't say it might succeed. Notice how it didn't say um, it might accomplish or it could return to me empty, maybe, depending on whether humans accept it or not. It's not, it's not, what I'm trying to get you to see is the black and white nature of God, the yes and the no. If the Bible says it, receive it. If it doesn't say it, don't receive it. Have that kind of relationship when you read the Bible. Don't get heady, don't get all up here and being like, well, but this theologian said this, and I feel this way because I experienced this, and when I was growing up, my parents taught me blah, 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 blah. What does that have to do with what the Bible says? It's absolute. And I'm not saying absolutely everything should be interpreted completely literal. Some of it is actually poetic and some of it's actually storytelling and all this sort of stuff. But the point is, all the truth behind it is either yes or it's no. It's very, very black and white. And that's good, because that means you can find uh, a clear path, and a clear understanding of what is good and what is not. God's very explicit. It's sort of hard to misinterpret what he says sometimes because he's so over the top. Bang. You know what I mean? Okay. John 17, 17. This is good. Jesus is praying in John 17 to his Father. And I said this last week, but I'll say it again because it's awesome. He goes, Father, your word is truth. And the word truth literally translates to reality. So your word your word's not just like a guide and it's not just like a God's kind of like this and he thinks this way and blah, 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 blah. It's actually reality. Like more, okay, how far do you want to take it? Is it more real than this moment right now? Like if we're going to let it be this big, duh, duh, is it more real than this moment right now? Is it more real than the words that I'm speaking right now? Yeah. How far do you take it with when you read the Bible? Do you go, wow. Like, this is reality. Or do you go, that's an interesting passage. Like, I can see how I can improve my life tomorrow if I, if I apply this simple principle and treat people with a smile as I greet them. Like, you, you can do that, but that's not the purpose of God's Word. God's Word is reality. That's how Jesus lived, and you can see it. In him. It's like He's out of this world, but He's so in it. He's so there in the present, in the moment with people and loving them, so invested in them but he's so just like operating on a different, different wavelength, thinking differently, speaking differently, acting differently. So, awesome. I'm going to give you guys a quick example. Whoops. Oh, forget it. Um, I want you guys just to actually close your eyes while I read this. It'll be helpful. This is the message, so as I read this, think about what I just said. Yes and no, God's word is or it isn't. It's this or it's that. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Alright, you can open your eyes. Do you guys see what I'm talking about? See, when you, when you let it hit you like that, it becomes a next level experience rather than I'm just reading this book from 2,000 years ago. It's like, whoa, is this reality? So that's how Jesus would have read the Word and understood the Word and understood God and who he was in, in light of his understanding of the word. Did you see that? Like That God is light and in him is no darkness at all? But how many people genuinely think from the bottom of their heart that God is fully, fully, fully good? Like no darkness in him at all. We so let our stories and our experiences define that rather than the word coming to life we go, but God, you didn't answer my prayers. Like seriously, where were you with this, this, and this? And we let the stories yeah. write God's picture. But this is God's picture. Yeah. His word is him. And it shows you who you are. And if you have this mindset as you read the word, you will find out who you are. It's very difficult to miss because it says it over and over again. You are righteous, you are beautiful, you are forgiven, you are a son, you are a daughter. You are loved, you are adopted, doesn't matter what you've experienced, what you feel right now. You've got to break away from, oh, I don't feel like He loves me. So what? The reality says He does. You guys get that? (laughs) It's powerful, hey, it's a new way of looking at the Word, maybe you've never even thought about looking at the Word like that, where it's like, no, I let this determine my reality. That's how you need to read it. Otherwise, we don't actually trust that God's word is really that important. Because we read it and we go, that can't be right. Close the book and walk off. With his word, he created the entire universe. We have so much respect for that word, but I've got to tell you, it's the same word as this. How many people think it's the same thing? And the only reason you don't think it's the same thing is your experience and the eye in which you're looking through in this Bible. You've taken life, you've lived life, you've experienced this and that and, and, and you've, you've come up with a solution for this is how life works and this is how the world works. Well, you need to rethink how it works when you read this because this is the renewing of your mind. That's how you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. As you read this, you find out who you are, you find out who God is, you find out what clarity is in your life, what you're, what you're here for. Okay. So the Bible, it means what it says and it says what it means. It doesn't have to be this really complex thing. Like if it says God is light in Him and there is no darkness at all, then God is light in Him and there is no darkness at all. It doesn't have to be this, you have to go and read this incredible uh, theology book, which I'm not against, but it doesn't have to be this thing where you have to go and study it for thousands of years and find the Greek and all that stuff. Maybe it just means that he's light and in him there's no darkness at all. (laughs) Maybe it just means what it says it means. And maybe it is um, as simple as that. Maybe it's not this complex thing where it's like, I need the pastor to explain to me. No, you have the Holy Spirit. He wrote the thing. You get to sit one-on-one with the author and he'll teach you what he was thinking as he wrote the book. Come on! Imagine meeting the author of your favorite book. You get to ask him questions. What do you mean when you wrote this? Oh, I'm just talking about you know God's light and in him there's no darkness at all. That's what, that's what I meant. Oh, sick. Okay, cool. So God's not evil at all. God's not against me, not angry at me, not disappointed with me at all. Yeah, that's right. That's why I wrote it. Awesome. And then, of course, like, things come up where it's like, oh, what about Old Testament God and this and that? And that's where Holy Spirit can teach you and guide you and, and show you with the revelation of Jesus what the Old Testament means and help you explain all those things that don't give you peace. Because if you don't have peace when you're reading this thing, you're not reading it right. I don't know if many people would honestly fully agree with that statement, but I agree agree with it from the bottom of my heart. I've only... How do I say this? The only way I've found life is by following, do I have peace about this topic? And if I don't, I go, God, there's no possible chance that I'm discovering a new side of you that I don't like because I'm created in your image. Therefore, if I don't have peace about this one topic... There must be another way of interpreting this. has to be. There's, there's no other way around it, because you're, you're what I am created for, as if I'm going to get disappointed when I find out the image of what I'm created in is like. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. If you don't have peace about something, there's more. And that's really cool. And like, I can tell you stories. I' just like I read the Bible and I go, "Man, I don't get that. I don't like that. It depresses me. And I go, God, I must have it wrong, teach me. And he teaches me. Nice. Sometimes it takes ages, like seriously months. But I get there in the end. And I'm like, Cool, I can I can go back to sleep now. Like, I can rest. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas before I'm staying up all night being like, man, is God actually like good? Like apparently he like predestines people for hell and this and that and all these horrible evil things that I would never do to my children, but apparently he does it. <laughs> this is how we think. Okay, let's keep moving. I'm still on point number one. <laughs> if, if it gets too long, I'll, I'll, cut, I'll cut this and we'll, we'll split it into two parts because I don't want to keep you guys all night. Or do I? <laughs> um, Proverbs 30, verses 5 and 6. Every word of God proves true. How many words of God prove true? Every word. Every single word. Every single word is not a wasted word in, in this book. There's not... One word he goes, Oh, I kind of regret putting that in there. Ugh, the genealogies, there was no point in that. Just <laughs> that. Every single word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Do not add to His words, lest He rebuke you and you, found, and you be found a liar. Do not add to Scripture. Do not take away from Scripture. Scripture is complete. There is no third testament that was found in america do you guys know what i'm talking about yeah scripture's complete <laughs> let's keep moving for the word of god this is hebrews 4 12 for the word of god is living and active who he believes that yeah. the bible in your hands is alive yeah. what the heck <laughs> that's crazy sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and tensions of the heart. When you read the Word, it cuts straight to your heart. If you read it like you're supposed to read it, as God's Word is true, you guys know what I'm saying? It cuts straight to the heart and gets to the core of who you are and what you're thinking, and guides you into all truth. And check this out, this is awesome. This is the beginning of um, the book of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, so the words are He, He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through Him, and without Him was not made anything that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The Word of God is Jesus. It's kind of a strange concept to try and wrap your head around. But as you you read this, and you read the Word, You find out who Jesus is and you get to know him more and more. I'll touch back um, on that in a second. So, um, (coughs) most Christians, most um, church circles would say the only way to know God is through the Bible. I don't fully agree with that. I I believe that there is, um, I'm not saying there's an extra revelation on top of the Bible, but God can definitely speak to you. He can guide you with His Spirit. He can speak to you through other Christians. He can speak to you through um, someone preaching to you or through Christian books. I'm not saying that stuff um, is over the Bible. It has to line up with the Bible so that's how you know it's true or not. But to say that the only way to know God is through the Word, in our interpretation of the Word, is just like taking me back to the nutrition argument before. Because people were just quoting um, all these um, studies to prove that their diet was the one right way, right? But that's their interpretation of what's going on with the world and the data. And, and does that, You guys follow what I'm, what I'm saying? Like, I can read the Word and I can get an interpretation of what it means, then you can read it and get a different one. Who's right? So there has to be something more than just reading the Word because we could genuinely, with the most purest of hearts, be reading this as best as we can and asking the Holy Spirit, asking for guidance and not coming up with different answers. I mean, sorry, and coming up with different answers. So what do you do with that? So th- this is my, my next two points. Should I use this or uh, I'll just use it. <laughs> this one was big. Alright, right, so fruit, that's the next one. Can everyone see it? First one, word. Second one, fruit. Third one, who knows? Um, Okay. God is the God of all peace, all joy, all love, all comfort, all mercy and justice and strength. You could just list out the fruit of the Holy Spirit here, right? Or you could just list out the things that you see in Jesus' life. That's who God is. Jesus is the revelation of God. No one saw God until they saw Jesus. And, And once you see Jesus, you see God. So, why don't we find it weird when Christians don't have the things that God is like? To me, that's really weird. Why don't we have peace? Why don't we have joy? Why aren't we the most joyful, strong, incredible, amazing, most set free people on the earth? Yeah. You guys following? You have the source of it in you. And He's guiding you into more of Him. Awesome. All right, if you guys want to flip with me, I'm going to go to Matthew 7. In the middle of that season I was talking about before, I was like, God, I want you to teach me how I can know truth. I chatted to Brad one night and he actually told me this passage and it was like a breakthrough for me. So thank you. That's where this second point came from. (laughs) Um, So Matthew 7, verse 15 to 20. Cool. Beware of false prophets There's people um, who are saying, we're from God, and we're saying this. And other people are saying, we're from God, and we're saying this, and it's opposing. So which one is right? Jesus goes, you have to look at the fruit of their lives. Because guaranteed, you cannot produce an apple from an orange tree. Mm. Or you can't, maybe a better example is, you can't produce an amazing, ripe, delicious fruit from a tree that's dead. Like, it just doesn't happen. It can't happen. So, if you see... Okay, without this becoming like judgment, we're all like weighing up, oh, do you have that fruit? Do you have this fruit? Like it's, it's more, I, I find this more helpful to look in your own heart to see if, if the way that you're thinking about God is producing fruit in your own self. So if I'm, um, if I'm reading a passage and it's causing a lot of anxiety in me, or if I'm thinking a certain way about myself, just not even to do with the Bible, just thinking about life, and it's causing worry or sadness or just something that's just you can't imagine Jesus having in His life. You know it's not right. You know it's not right, even if, even if people are saying, "Yeah, but the Bible says this." Okay, so this is where this is where it gets tricky because you're going one 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 people group are saying this about the Bible and one people are saying this. So what I'm trying to say is which of them is producing the life that looks most like Jesus? That's the end goal, right? So this person could have all these arguments for saying, no, but this is why this scripture is this way. And like, for example, if you guys ever heard um, people argue about, can a Christian fall away? Like that's a big argument in Christian circles, right? I could honestly, like I could hear an incredible argument from one side and an incredible argument from the other side and be like, man, I don't know like they both sound like they are scriptural do you know what i mean but and maybe that's not a great example for this what i'm saying here but the the correct way of understanding god is that and you'll know it is when you have peace and joy and gentleness and strength and self-control all the fruit of the spirit in your own heart that's when you know you're on the right track if you don't have that you're, you're, the truth of what you're believing is rooted in a different kingdom. There's only two kingdoms, kingdom of light, kingdom of darkness. If you do not have the fruit of the kingdom of light, you have believed something that's from the kingdom of darkness. If you do not have peace and joy and all those things I keep on listening, listing, and please don't feel condemned if you don't have those things. I'm just, this is, take this as an opportunity. This is a guide to go, oh, okay, God actually does want me to have joy every single day I've never thought about that before I thought it was just a slog until the end and one day I get to go to heaven awesome no he wants you to live like Jesus does like we've been saying how how long have we been saying what would Jesus do that's a slogan on like American TV but who takes it to the extreme and goes like does this does your life look like his Because we can follow what He says, but do we actually look like Him as we live life, as we speak to people, as we... Do you know what I mean? Sometimes there's a huge gap between Christians and Christ, and that shouldn't be. What God has joined together, let no man separate. That's talking about marriage, right? But God has joined together us and Jesus. So let's not let us separate them. I'm not saying we are Jesus, but what I'm saying is He lives inside of us. And he's renewing us day by day. Though outwardly we're wasting away, inwardly we're being renewed day by day, right? Closer and closer and closer to, to the image of Jesus. He's the firstborn first among many brothers. What does that mean? He's the firstborn. He, he's, he's like, we're, we're the brothers. He's the firstborn. He's, the, he's the, what, we're, what we're supposed to be going towards. To be conformed to the image of Christ. Like, all all these scriptures, Christ in you, the hope of glory, all these scriptures. And that scripture I just read out, um, ought to walk just as He did. That's talking about Jesus. Awesome. Okay. So, here's some more scriptures. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. Whoever does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. 1 John 3, 14, 15. The Bible just said, you know that you've passed from death to life when you love your brother. That that gave it away. <laughs> when you love someone else, when you genuinely sought their best, when you, weren't, you, didn't, you didn't come to them with an agenda, you genuinely wanted them to have an amazing experience right now, and it was all about them. That's when you know you passed from death to life. Whoever loves does not, uh, whoever does not love abides in death. You want to know that you're, you're on the right track with God? Do you love people? Because God loves people. Do you love people or do they annoy you? <laughs> it's convicting, hey. Do you love people? Like that, that's the end result of your, of your faith to. To pour out, pour out to other people, not to be all about you. Oh God, I love this. this is so amazing. Thank you for all the peace and the joy. Yeah. No, it's supposed to pour out to others, mm-hmm. and that's actually where you find your deepest joy is when someone else benefits from something that you got to give them, and that was God blessing them through you, and you get to see them just explode with joy, like it's it's like Christmas morning, right? Mm-hmm. With parents and uh, parents who have children, right? I mean, all parents have children, but you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> thank you, man. Very deep. Um, there's a Christmas tree and there's all these presents underneath and the, and the parents have their, the video camera out and the kids are just ripping these things to shreds and like going, oh, yes, a Pokemon or whatever. <laughs> who, who is genuinely more joyful in that moment? Is it the kids or is it actually the parents going, oh, this is the best thing ever? Like, I reckon it's the parents, personally. Like, I've not experienced that myself. But I'm sure it is because the kid's joy comes from, oh, I get this thing. But the parent's joy comes from, my kid gets to get this thing. And it's just so much freer. You're not, oh, damn, I only got Pokemon Blue. I wanted Pokemon Red. <laughs> Devo. That's what can happen at Christmas if it's all about you and the presents that you get. But for the parents, they get to watch their kids open it and they explode with joy. And that that's God leading you to go, You were made to never think about yourself as someone who has needs to be met. I meet your needs by by dwelling in you. You go and pour yourself out to other people and there you will find your deepest, truest joy. But if it becomes all about you and and how you're looking to other people and are they going to like that present that I bought them and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You get caught up in yourself. The first thing that happened when Adam and Eve took the fruit is that they realized they were naked. So, the eyes went from out here to inward. They were never created to look inward, to know that they were a self, so to speak. They were created to see others and God and pour themselves out to other people. But sin just made us about us. But Jesus frees us from that. Jesus puts his spirit inside of you, shows you perfect love, the love that you've been searching for and seeking your entire life. He gives you that love. You are fully complete in him now, today, mm. and then because you have been loved, you get to give love. Because you're content. like you're not, you're not going out in the world trying to find yourself and trying to find your path. You've found it. You get to live from a place of completeness, rather than, I'm searching to be complete, mm. by this career, by this guy, by this marriage, by this whatever we sit, whatever we seek for. Mm. You get to live like no human could really ever live before. The Bible says you're a new creation in Christ because you get, to, you get to walk out of your door each morning and it's already done. You're already, you're already who you were created to be. You're already complete. And then you get to pour yourself out to other people all day, every day. And you won't be disappointed because you're not seeking something for yourself. Sorry, I get on all these tangents, but I hope... Yeah, come on. <laughs> awesome. Um, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who, ad- he, he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God whom he has not seen. You can't. You can't love God whom you, whom you have not seen if you don't love your brother, who you can see. It starts with the physical, then it goes to the spiritual. Does that make sense? Same idea. Your, the, the fruit of your life shows you that you're on the, right, on the right track. If you have genuine love for people stirring in your heart, you're on the right track. If you don't, say, God, this is not right. Help me. And don't feel condemned right now. Don't feel like, oh, frick, I don't love people. They're so annoy me. Just go, God, help me. Help me get to a place. I know that's right. I want to be someone like that, that can just like, not really think about themselves and just love other people. Help me get there. I'm not going to move until you help me get there. Show me it, like, take everything away and start from scratch. Let's do it like that, God. And you watch what He does. If you, if you genuinely mean that from your heart, you watch what He does. Guarantee it. Guarantee it, it's just what He's like. He's waiting for people to, go, to do that. To just go, God, what the frick? Help! Like, I, this is not, no, I don't want this. Teach me. Teach me how to live. Show me, because I'm not doing this any longer. I'm disappointed with my life as it's going. Mm. Show me. Mm. I'm not moving until you get me there. And because He lives inside of you, He will live through you. Oh man, come on. How's this for simplicity? Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son does not have life. (laughs) That's what the Bible says, 1 John 5, 12. Whoever has the Son of God has life in them. You ever see someone who's just like full of life, just like so stoked to just be just doing stuff? Just like, come on. Just like every day, just like dancing, singing, happy, joyful. That person has something from God for sure. Even if perhaps they're not Christian they, and they're still full of life, they still get something about denying yourself and, and, and living um, f- through the joy of others. Does that make sense? Like they're, they're on the right track. If you, if you see someone who's just like arguing all these deep things from Scripture and they don't have life, maybe they don't have it right. Isn't it supposed to produce life in you? Like abundant life? Isn't that what Jesus said? Life to the full? Full is full. Full is not 99%. See, it's black and white. It's not, yeah, amazing life. It's no, the best possible life you could ever even conceive of. Who has that? That person has something right. Follow them. I'm not saying they've got everything right. They've just got something right. Mm -hmm. Follow them. Listen to how they speak about God. Listen to how they um, pray and how they do things. How has that understanding got to the point where it's just manifested like that? Because a lot of people don't have that. Maybe you guys don't have that. That's okay. (laughs) You can can have it. God shows no favoritism. If someone has it on this earth, it's for you as well. Mm -hmm. Come on. (sighs) Ah. <sighs> it's a decision. No? Sorry? It's a decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's what I that's what I'm talking about. Get to a place where you go God, take me there. I have literally one life. I'm not going to waste it being unpassionate. And and down and on, down on myself and don't hear condemnation in this. Please, don't hear condemnation in this. All the stuff that we we, we say and think about ourselves. Get to a place where you get hungry. Those who thirst and hunger after righteousness, they will be filled. Thirst and hunger, they're like deep sensual words. You're just like, I just need it, I need righteousness. You know what I mean? Get to that place and just like, I keep saying it, but watch what happens. (coughs) Like, I can't say that unless I've got some sort of confidence in saying that, right? Does that make sense? Otherwise, you're just going to go do it and it's not going to happen. You're like, oh, that was a waste of time. But I've seen it so many times. And that's the the kind of character God is. When you seek Him with your whole heart, that's when you find Him. Whole heart. Give everything. Awesome. Come on. Okay. Back to my nutrition reference for just a second. Living... Living just through, or my interpretation of the word is this, without considering fruit and without considering the idea that it's supposed to produce life is like trying to eat healthy because everyone tells you these certain foods are healthy rather than going, I'm going to try these foods and see how I feel. Mm. Does that make sense? It's supposed to make you feel great. That's what food's supposed to do, give you life. Mm -mm. So why don't you go try spinach for yourself rather than taking everyone's word for it? Because maybe maybe you're allergic to spinach. I don't know. (laughs) But seriously, it has to produce life. It has to give you energy. If it's not, it's not right. Something's off. Something's not working properly. You know what I mean? All right, That that was fruit. Let's move on to the last one. I'm just as excited about this last one as I was the first two. Anyone want to guess what it is? Oh, you guys read it, didn't you? You <laughs> <He laughs> <wrote laughs> <it> so deep, dude. <laughs> <No>? Yes. <laughs> son. Son. Word, fruit, and son. That's how you know what truth is. Word, fruit, and son. Is what I'm thinking, is what I believe about God, is how I'm living my life matching up with, the, with Jesus? Who is the God man? <laughs> that sounded kind of weird. The God man. But he is um, the Batman. Sorry, that's what I was thinking of. Um, (laughs) Come on, all right. (laughs) Um, This is what the Bible says about Jesus. He is the radiance of the glory of God. Whoa, and the listen to this language. And the exact imprint of his nature. Not. One third of God, the exact pr- imprint of His nature, the nature of God, you can perfectly see in Jesus. What perfectly. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Hebrews one three. Sorry, I haven't been reading the verses, have I? been yeah. my bad. Um, you can just Google them later, maybe. Oh, sorry, I'll just you can't read them out. <laughs> um, okay, so actually, let's keep reading, and then I'll explain it. Colossians 1, 15, He is, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. You go, God, why are you invisible? He's like, I'm not. Look at Jesus. I was a man. I walked on the earth. I did what you did. The exact same stuff. I slept. I ate. I had friends. I went out. I worked hard. Um, I studied. I learnt to walk. I brushed my teeth. I don't know if they did that back then. Maybe they did. (laughs) Something. (laughs) Um, John 1, 18. This one's awesome. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. Sorry, I read that wrong. No one has ever seen God, but the... uh, Wait, it's just weirdly worded. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made Him known. Okay, that was just a weird translation. <laughs> I should have read that before I copied and pasted. Basically, what it yeah. means is no one has seen God, but Jesus, who is at God's side, has made him known. So no one in the Old Testament saw God. You saw glimpses of him, and you saw like, some pretty hectic glimpses of him, to be honest. like Some stuff that's sort of like, whoa, that's pretty intense, like flooding the earth. God, like why? Why did you do that? But the, the Bible says in the New Testament, no one's ever seen God. Even though Moses it says Moses saw him face to face, still says no one has ever seen God. David was friends, a man after God's own heart. No one's ever seen God. No one has ever seen God. Do you get why I'm trying to emphasize this? Because Jesus is the imprint, the nature, the exact replica of God. His nature is God's nature. So you can't say anything about God that you can't see in the life of Jesus. And we do this stuff all the time. All the time. Jesus says crazy stuff like, whatever you ask for in my name, you will receive. So you can't say, sometimes when you pray, God will answer. Sometimes he won't. But Jesus doesn't say that. Nor does Jesus embody that. You know what I mean? That's our experience for sure. We pray and sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But can you see that in the life of Jesus? This is how you know you're on the right track. Does my life, the overlay of my life, how I think, how I talk, how I act, how I do everything, does it fit with the life of Jesus? If not, something's off. Something's off. Because He's the first one of all creation where we've been conformed to His image. He lives inside of us. There's no way He's calling us into anything that's not of Him. Does that make sense? It says Colossians 2, we have the fullness of the deity, the deity dwelling in us. And the fullness of the deity is dwelling in Christ and Christ is in us. All of God, not part of God, all of God, all of Jesus is inside of you. If you're a believer right now, He's inside of you. Who believes that? It's hard to believe, isn't it? Because none of your experience pretty much is going to say, yeah, that, that sounds about right, all of God's inside of me. That's the challenge though. That's what makes your faith strong. Is When when there's literally nothing to hold on to, there's no feeling going, oh yeah, he does feel like he's in me. Whoa! Mm -hmm. It's it's fully just like truth. You just have to hold on to it. And when you do hold on to it, that's when it becomes real. And until you do that, it won't become real. It'll just stay head knowledge and you'll carry around all these scriptures and quote them left, right and center and be able to defend your own theology, but you won't have life and you won't see Jesus in your life. Does that make sense? Any questions so far? Jesus also says, If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. They're the same, they're not different. Like sometimes we teach God sent sickness to teach a lesson to this person, but Jesus cleansed all sickness. (laughs) If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So if you've seen Jesus, you've seen the will of God. And what was the will yeah. of God? Heal everything. Not just sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world, people, your heart from the inside out. Everything. He's that freaking good. He's incredible. Ah. So good. If you find yourself talking in a way or thinking in a way That's just not, you can't imagine those words coming out of Jesus' mouth. Just stop for a second and go, is this right? Like, am I thinking on the right track? Do I think about God in the right way with this topic? Because if you can't imagine Jesus saying it, I don't know that we should. You know what I mean? I guess different context, different culture, all that sort of stuff, for sure. We speak differently to him. I'm not saying go and say, behold, thou hast, whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? But... Mm. I'm just going to leave you, leave you guys with that thought the way you speak the way you think the way you act can you overlay it with Jesus and you say yes but he's God yes but actually he emptied himself of his divinity and took on humanity made himself like a servant was born actually as a man tempted in every single way that we were and did everything by the power and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. we think that he's like come down like oh, just like miracles left right and centre It's really not how he came. He came as a baby. (laughs) Baby. Have you seen a baby? Oh my gosh. He grew up as we did. He lived like we did. And then he goes, follow me. Follow me. And then, not even halfway through the, the gospel of Matthew, for example, Matthew 10, there's 28 chapters in Matthew. Matthew 10, he sends out the disciples to do what? Literally the exact same thing he's been doing the whole time. Healing the sick, raising the dead, cleansing the lepers, and preaching that the kingdom of God is near. It was never designed for you to go, whoa, Jesus, you're amazing. I worship you, but you stay over there and I stay over here. Jesus is like, no, come follow me. You know what I mean? That's it. And Jesus, oh man, it's just all coming to me now. It's good. Jesus, as, as, he, as he's raised from the dead, John chapter 20, go read this for yourself. He says, as the Father sent me, so I send you. Yeah. That's, like, he said that. So are you going to argue that and go, Well, yeah, but this guy says da-da-da-da-da. Or are you just going to receive it and go, Okay, let's keep on doing the ministry of Jesus. <laughs> Seriously. What verse was that? John 20, uh, I don't know. Somewhere in John 20. I don't know. Yeah, you'll find it. Um, Jesus says you will do greater works than I have done who here believes that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) come on greater works than are you kidding? he interrupted a funeral (laughs) and said get up up. but I don't think Jesus uh, sorry Peter um, argued with that verse in his head well not that verse but that, that saying that Jesus said because Je- Peter healed people by his shadow. I don't see Jesus doing that. Not saying he couldn't have, but he didn't. Maybe that's a greater work. Maybe Peter was onto something there. I don't know. And Paul healed people by his handkerchief and apron of all the things. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, there's no record of Jesus. Maybe he did, but there's no record of Jesus doing that. Maybe that's a greater work. Maybe there's a trajectory of like there's more and more and the kingdom's increasing, increasing, increasing. You know what I mean? Rather than, oh, that was back then. That was in the Bible. You know what I mean? You have the fullness of Christ now, and He's called you into His ministry. So good. Okay, we're almost at the end. Sorry, we're over an hour. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh. Is that all right? More? Someone said more. more. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> I can keep going. Double it. <laughs> all right. Last point, and then we'll wrap up. If you want to know truth, if you want to know truth, this is freaking awesome got a lot of awesome stuff tonight. Amen. Truth's a person. Jesus goes, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Truth is a person. It's not a concept where you have to try and figure out the ins and the outs and the rights and the wrongs and this and that and the do's and the don'ts. It's a person. Anyone can get to know a person. Even a small child can just connect with a person or connect with another person. Anyone can. Truth's a person, and Jesus said, I will send um, the counselor talking about the Holy Spirit, and he will guide you into all truth, and he will remind you of all the things that I've said. So, the Holy Spirit is living inside of you, and he's teaching you about Jesus. He's teaching you about truth. He's called the, the Holy Spirit's called the Spirit of Truth as well. And this is a whole nother topic that I want to get into three weeks from now, I think. Um, two weeks from now. But. Like what this actually looks like, how you actually walk it out day by day, how you find truth and how you read the Bible and say, God, teach me and all that sort of stuff. We'll talk about that in two weeks. Brad's going to speak next week and I'm keen for that. Um, But the Holy Spirit is inside of you. God is inside of you and He's leading you and guiding you and shaping you and pushing you always to Jesus. Jesus said this. Jesus was like that. Jesus lived like this. It's all about Jesus. His life is a revelation of what Adam's life should have been or could have been. He faced the tree and just didn't take it. He faced all the temptation that we've faced and he just didn't do it. He walked in perfect faith with his Father. Perfect submission, perfect joy, peace, clarity. No um, self-image issues or trying to be this son of God that everyone like, <coughs> worships. He really was trying to tell people that he wasn't that, you know what I mean? Trying to keep it down. And he just sought people's best. He just he, he he would walk into a place and, and you can just read this and you can see um, Jesus' heart. What's the best thing for this person right now? Even the Pharisees, what's the best thing I can do for them right now? And the answer was usually a rebuke because that's what they needed. They had really super hard hearts and just softly, gently arguing, arguing with them, persuading them this way. It was not going to make not going to be helpful. Jesus was trying to get you to go. Wow, you just hit my heart and caused sorrow. Man, I'm getting off on all these tangents now, but. The Spirit will guide us into all truth. If you guys want clarity, think about this. The Word, the fruit, and the Son. The Word, the fruit, and the Son. All three of them. I reckon you need all three of them, plus the Holy Spirit teaching you and guiding you. That's the only way you can know truth. Otherwise, we're, we're left with this, like, this church says this, this church says that, blah, 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 blah. It goes on honestly forever. Like, you can keep on having these theological arguments if you want, I'd rather go out and live like Jesus did, and see people get loved and touched and transformed. Which is the point of the theology. That's where it's supposed to lead you to a place of personal transformation. It's not there to be argued with. And like, I get that there's helpful like um, topics and arguments and things like that, but it's supposed to transform you from the inside out. That was the point. Bring you back to even greater than where Adam was before the fall. You're a new creation, new species, transformation, fruit, life, brimming with life. We can all be like that, brimming with life. Mm. That'll do it, Mm. come on, Yeah. 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 Any questions? I know I touched on so much stuff there, so yeah, any questions? nothing no one (laughs) yeah that's cool yeah because um brad's going to teach next week and he's going to share his testimony and something he's been thinking about but then in two weeks i'll come back and we'll talk about the spirit leading you into all truth that that kind of thing so maybe at that time we can have the questions then i don't know but yeah no one no one has questions all good all done sweet thanks guys legends No worries.